We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good with it? Lucky Lefty Podcast, Anora Boys in the building, brought to you by Anora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink by all means, make sure that you do so responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. We are on CFB Nation as always. That's where we reside and we're presented by Twisted Tea. A. That's right, man. That's where we reside. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We give you audio edibles each and every day for consumption right here. Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spin it different. Today, we hear from Kevin Henson, interim coach for the Oregon State Beavers down at the Sun Bowl. Marcus Freeman has some very interesting things to say about the wide receivers. New wide receiver coach Mike Brown and also new offensive coordinator Mike Denbrock on today. But then, second half of the show is get to the bag. If you have your get to the bag questions, make sure you hit GTB or type in GTB with your comment and your question. We'll get to it in the second half of the show. And then, as always, you can super chat us with a question or a comment. We greatly appreciate it. We thank you guys for tapping in. We're almost at 4,000 subscribers, man. We've done it independently. We're tremendously blessed, even with everything we have to deal with, being off schedule a lot of the time this summer, not being able to properly launch the, the uh, website the way, the way we wanted to, luckyluckypod.com. You can go there, lock in with it, bookmark it. We got some apparel on the way. As I said before, a brand new podcast that will be debuting at the start of the year. You know, it's kind of like a Lucky Luffy podcast after dark type of podcast. We'll be talking about Notre Dame a little bit, but we'll be getting into subjects that we really talk about on our phone calls and in our text threads, not only with left, but former players and things of that nature. I promise it's going to be some fun conversations, man. The conversation surrounding our poll question from yesterday, it continued. And it was a great conversation, man. Great conversation. I'm still shocked that medium rare won out when it comes to the best way to present or prepare prime rib or steak. But it is what it is, man. You learn something new each and every day. Lucky Lucky Podcast. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's start out with Marcus Freeman and we'll get to convince Henson, who, by the way, this Sun Bowl press conference, I just want to say this. You talk about two fantastic representatives for programs to stand up and speak to the media. This was about the best, one of the best collective press conferences I've seen by two head coaches two impressive individuals i mean just impressive individuals you can tell they stand they have great what they stand for they have great integrity and and the love that they have from their players man you you can tell it comes across it definitely comes across so i just want to salute both marcus freeman and fence henson on the way they present themselves to the media earlier today down in El Paso, Texas, which, by the way, I hear the weather is not, you know, what people were expecting, but I'm cool with it being in the 60s. It doesn't have to be 85, 90, 60, 65. That sounds like a South Bend, October, early November day. Notre Dame should feel right at home. It should feel right at home as long as it's dry, not wet, and the fighting Irish can get the run game going, which I fully expect. Yeah, it should be a great day. I'm looking forward to a 2 o'clock start. Don't forget that. 2 o'clock start tomorrow. I believe the game will be on, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's on CB. I I don't want to say the wrong network, but it's a 2 o'clock start. Notre Dame Fighting Irish take on the Oregon State Beavers out of the Pac-12. All right? As I said before, Malik was en route to the home base. And uh, he estimated that he would be back at around 6.30. That's why we set the time at 6.30 for the show instead of 6. Um, I'm sure he has to come in, get there, traffic, all of that. So when he gets home, he's home. Well, you're going to rock out with me. This is how we always do it. Left's not here. You are my co-host. 
let's get it. When left is not here, you are my co-host. So let's get it right now. Let's go to Marcus Freeman. And one of the interesting things he talked about early in the press conference that, you know, I think is really interesting is the opportunity. Because he was asked about the opportunity for Charles Jackson, right, starting at left tackle. And he had something great to say about Charles Jackson, but he was like, opportunity is here for everyone tomorrow, not just the freshmen and the young players, but also our seniors. The opportunity. Right. There's there's guys that this is going to be the first time starting for Notre Dame. And there's also guys that this is their last time playing for Notre Dame. And I think every single person that's going to have an opportunity has a different opportunity um, in front of them. But grasp yours. And so if you're a first time starter like Charles Jagasar or left tackle, you know what? Go show that you can be the future left tackle of this program. That's why you're going to go out there. Right, and, and we have a strong belief in him. But also you think about the J.D. Bertrands, the John, Javante, Jean-Baptiste, the D.J. Brown, the Milk Benson. I can go on and on about the guys that have chosen to make this their last game. They didn't have to play in this game. And uh, they've chosen to make this their last game. And so they have an opportunity right in front of them um, that I want them to grasp too. Yeah, we are live on Facebook as well. I just, I just felt like putting it on my Facebook feed tonight. You all right? And we'll, we'll, we'll be on Lucky Luffy Pod on Instagram each and every day, starting in the new year, simulcasting uh, or simulpotting. I just made up a new phrase there, <laughs> along with the YouTube page. Don't forget YouTube, Lucky Luffy Podcast. Make sure you hit that thumbs up, smash it for us, then subscribe, right? Get us to that 4K so we can start the March to 5K. And then hit the like button, share notification bell every time we go live you'll already know we spin it different all right very interesting there that the opportunity that's put before not only charles jagasaw but that look yes establish the fact now in the sun bowl that you are the next great left tackle you love to hear that from marcus freeman you love to hear that from marcus freeman right the opportunity for charles jagasaw to establish himself, but then the opportunity for the seniors to cement their legacy, especially the senior class, J.D. Bertrand, and the guy, guys are going out. Cement yourself, D.J. Brown. You've had the best season you've had. You, we could talk about the drop interceptions and the untimely missed interception against Ohio State that probably would have sealed the game. But despite that, he's had a very solid season, probably solid enough to find his way into an NFL camp more than likely as a free agent, right? Because he probably won't get drafted, but to find his way into a camp, you know, become a special teams guy in the NFL and maybe stay in there for three to five years before he goes on to the rest of his life and, and gets the full benefit of that Notre Dame degree. So very happy to see Marcus Freeman point out not only the opportunity for the young players, but also for some of those seniors. And the next young player he was asked about, look, He's my pick. He's my pick for MVP tomorrow. I was really struggling, guys, and I'm going to talk about that. But I was struggling to find or figure out who the MVP because I wanted to go with 18 because of the opportunity. I wanted to go with a guy in the wide receiving core that has been kind of showing up in practices. And then I thought, man, you know, Xavier Watts is playing. You know, Benjamin Morrison could have a couple of interceptions. It could be a defensive guy. And I finally settled on this guy. Marcus Freeman was asked about him and the opportunity that the guy we call 12 that sits in that second seat next to Audrey Estime in the film room 
You know what I'm talking about. Jeremiah Love. This is what Marcus Freeman had to say about him. The different things you can do with Jeremiah um, varies from, from what you're going to ask Aldrich to do, right? And, and um, we're going to ask Jeremiah to do some things that we asked Aldrich to do, but also some things we didn't ask Aldrich to do, where you can use him in different positions. You can obviously try to get him to the perimeter. I mean, his, his speed is, is, is elite. And so how can we find different ways to get him in space and get him the ball and say, go make a play? Uh, those, to me, are the, the ways you kind of expand the offense with Jeremiah Love. Expanding the offense. Look, Jeremiah Love is not the same type of running back as Aldrich Estime. I think we all saw the clips of Notre Dame getting him into the passing game and bowl practices, right? That's something we might be able to expect. Expect more screen plays, whether it's out to the left or right, maybe even middle screens. I would love to see some of the old school Lou Holt screens, right, where they would bring the outside receiver across and get him in the middle screen. You know, be creative. Yes, safe. Get back into that screen game because I believe Oregon State is going to come out fired up, and I think you'll expect that when you hear from their coach, Defense Henson in the second half of the show. Man, very impressive young man. I'm looking forward to see his Oregon State Beavers take the field on Friday at 2 p.m. But yeah, I'm very encouraged by Jeremiah Love and having a full game plan behind him as a starter, right? And then Jadarian Price with him as like 1A, 1B, or just co-1s, if you want to call them that, because that's how they're kind of lined up on the depth chart. And I'm looking forward to what he can do. Right. He's going to have more probably double the kick, the uh, not carries, but just double the touches. than he's had in any of previous game, I think his high touches for a game, if I'm not mistaken, was nine on the season. So I look for him to get anywhere from 18 to 20 touches in this game. And he's a home run hitter. Right. I'm looking for him to break off at least two or three runs over 10 yards and possibly two or three runs over 20 yards in this game. Absolutely, especially with you know, Oregon State missing their two best linebackers coming into this game. So I definitely think Jadarian Price and Jeremiah Love are going to make some hay and put in some work. All right. Once again, Lucky Lefty Podcast prediction and best bet show. We're going to get the best bets for the game right now. Put them in the chat. What's your best bet for the game? This is your chance to be a pronosticator. Like, your best bet for what's going to happen, defensively or offensively, for Notre Dame tomorrow. We want to hear from you, LL Nation Notre Dame fans. What's your best bet going into this matchup tomorrow? Marcus Freeman also was asked about a hey, first-time starter. He was right there on the edge, man. I almost gave him the nod as my pick for the MVP of this game and my predictions. Marcus Freeman and the first-time starter, Steve Angeli, the players have showed extreme confidence during the week. Coach Freeman, what are you expecting from number 18? You know, do the things um, that have put yourself in this position. And to me, he's earned the right in practice to, to, to be Sam Hartman's backup. And in and, and the opportunities that he's played in games, he's done really well. And so you got to be Steve Angeli. Don't be Sam Hartman. Don't be anybody else. Be Steve Angeli. Um, take care of the football. That's always a big thing for me. Take care of the football. Um, and uh, you know what? One play, one life. You guys heard me say that plenty of times before. And, and how much tailoring of the offense 
needs needed to be done? What in terms of adjustments for his style? No, uh, not much. Not much. Um, you know, obviously we we have two new tackles, and uh, but the, the wideouts all have experience. And, uh, you know, I think as you look at our two backs that are going to be playing, that's probably where you, you start looking, you know, where a light tailoring has happened. But I don't think what Steve and Sam um, do really well is really going to change what we do offensively. That's an admission by the head coach that there are certain things that Steve and Jelly does better than Sam Hart, in my opinion. Right? Or... They have different ways that they impact the game. I told you guys, man, the Steve Angeli I saw in the spring and that I reported right here on this podcast is not the Steve Angeli I saw in the limited snaps he got. His confidence is on a whole nother level. And I don't know if that's a tip of the cap more to him or a tip of the cap to quarterback coach Gino Gadu, right? So let's, let's just say for right now, they share in his development that we've seen. And you heard Malik say yesterday, like at this point, there are no pups other than C.J. Carr in that quarterback room. Kenny Minchie is not a pup. He's not. He's not a pup at all. And he said so in his conversation with Malik. I'm ready to go right now. And to hear that from Kenny saying, yo, if I need to start this game and I need to play, I'm ready. So... Yo, you want to hear that. And I wish that it was a fair quarterback competition going into the spring with Riley Leonard coming in. But with NIL, the investment that's being made, I mean, look, it is still the responsibility and accountability of Marcus Freeman as a head coach to put the best guy on the field in the spring, regardless of the situation. But the business of college football and maybe even the politics of football might say something a little bit different when it comes to that quarterback competition. But the focus is on 18. I'm glad that there's extreme confidence. He said something else. By all means, Steve Angeli, I know you're probably not going to watch this or see this, but please do not be like Sam Hart. Hey, you guys might want to put me on a petty train. I do not want to see any more of anything that resembles Sam Hartman in a gold helmet at quarterback. I got my fix. I'm good. Totally fine with him opting out of this game. Totally fine. Go ahead, take your money. I'll see you at the pro day. I hope you have a fantastic pro day in front of all of us in the Notre Dame media. We'll be pulling for you. We'll be rooting for you. Hope you get drafted third, fourth round in the NFL and go on to have a nice career in the National Football League. Those are my hopes for you. As far as seeing you at the helm of the Notre Dame offense, those days are done. And I couldn't be happier. I could not be happier. Thank you for what you did. Kind of fell below what we expected we would get out of you. But, man, thank you anyway. Now it's time to move on to the future of this program. That is Steve Angeli, Kenny Minchie. C.J. Carr, and coming soon to you, that dude Deuce from down south. I might call him, ooh, he's the, wow. I think we just found a nickname. I wish left was here, LL Nation. I think we just found a nickname for Deuce Knight. I might have to call Deuce Knight that Deuce in the quarter. 
right? Deuce, class of 25, get it? The deuce and a quarter, that cat, Deuce Knight. I might have to call him Deuce and a quarter. We might have come up with his nickname, dude. I'm going to have to hit him on the inbox on a text message to see what he thinks about it. His dad would probably love it, especially being from down south. I don't know if Deuce would like it because that's kind of before his time. He would have to be a classic man to really appreciate the Deuce and a quarter nickname. But um, I'll check it out. We'll hit, it up, hit him up and see if he likes it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Once again, your best bets for the game. Put them in the chat. We're going to get to those shortly. Your best bets for the game. Best things or things that you think are going to happen in the game. Your best bets, whether special teams, offense, or defense. Let us know in the chat. We'll get to those shortly. Marcus Freeman. Yo, this is what I love. He talked about Mike Denbrock, and Mike Denbrock flew down, I believe, yesterday. Spent time with the team, watched them practice, spoke to the team, and then he flew out this morning, headed back to South Bend to get more settled and get things uh, in place for his family. So with that being said, Marcus Freeman has some incredible things to say about the process, giving kudos to Pete Bavacqua, giving kudos to Jack Swarbrick and the rest of the administration, and then talking about his longtime coaching friend, Mike Denbrock, going all the way back to Cincinnati. You know, I'm really pleased with how quickly it worked. You know, it worked out and, and you know, obviously want to give credit to our administration and Jack and and. The, the commitment they've made to make sure that we can hire the, the best possible candidates to to come into this program. And so um, obviously me and Mike go way back in terms of not way back, but four years together at Cincinnati. And, and you know, I've seen with my own eyes the the great offensive coordinator that he is. And so to get him here and a part of our program is exciting. Uh, he was here uh, yesterday. Um, flew in yesterday, spent some time with the coaching staff and met the players and then flew out today. Um, but just to have him back um, at, in South Bend as our offense coordinator leading our offense is uh, exciting for the future of our offense. What do you remember about preparing 
comparing against each other when coordinating? <laughs> yeah, it's competitive battles, right? And you're talking about in the spring and fall camp, and it's offense versus defense, and there's a couple glances across the field, you know, that you, you can non-verbally get a message across to somebody. And, uh, and I know we had a couple of those, but you go into the locker room, man, he's a team guy. And, uh, you know, that's what I respect about Mike Denbrock. He is a competitive person. And uh, he finds a way to get his best players involved in, in what it's going to take to have success. That's the thing. It wasn't, hey, here's my system. Let's recruit to it. It's okay. Who's the best players and how do we get them the ball? How do we find ways to uh, do things that, that fit their skill set? Yo, it sounds very similar. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Hearing Marcus Freeman and his comments about the competitive nature of Mike Denbrock, the ability of Mike Denbrock to get the ball or to scheme, especially in big games, a way to get the ball to his best players and his playmakers. That's what great offensive coordinators do. It gets you excited, but it reminds you, just in case, you can go back to our show that we had with Cam McDaniel and Malik Zaire on Saturday, I believe. And when they pointed out, look, we both played under Mike Denbrock, and they echoed, or Marcus Freeman echoes, what they said about Mike Denbrock as a quarterback and running back that played under Mike Denbrock. His ability year to year to go from having wide receivers like Michael Floyd, but then having the strength of the team being versatile running backs slash wide receivers like Theo Riddick and finding different ways to get the ball to him in the slot, outside, screen game, out of the backfield, in the run game, in the backfield. This is the strength of Mike Denbrock. And now, I guess, with Marcus Freeman being the head coach, that little view from across the field during practices is going to be Mike Denbrock versus Al Gold. That's pretty impressive, right? The tip of the caps, like, you got me on that one. Good call. You anticipated that. That's going to be fun to watch in the spring and in the fall coming up this year in 2024. I'm looking forward to that, Irish fans. Like, what he talked about, the competitive nature, because I think Al Golden is very competitive. Very competitive. And to have those two going back and forth, sharpening each other, right? Making each other better can only make the players on the field better, can only make the players on the field that more competitive. Yo, once again, kudos to the administration. As Marcus Freeman said, thank you for having his back. Thank you for going and getting the guy that he wanted from the jump and not putting Notre Dame Nation through another hiring that is like, yo, below the expectations of the fan base, right? Because I think whether it had been Mike Denbrock or reportedly Kirby Moore, I think the only holdup with Kirby Moore was whether or not he actually called plays in Missouri or whether or not it was Coach Drinkowitz the majority of the time. That was really the only question that a lot of people had. We broke it down. The Missouri offense is very similar to what Marcus Freeman wants to do in expanding the offense, right? Get a running back or get a running game where you can use them out of the backfield in the passing game, but then Missouri ran the ball 53, 54% of the time. And that's a little bit where Notre Dame wants to be. They really don't want to be that last year they were at 60, this year kind of at 56, 57. I think Marcus Freeman wants to cut that down another 2 to 3%, get it to about 53%, maybe even 52%, and then go big plays, 
48% have an efficient quarterback that can take advantage of the football and man-to-man coverage and play action down the field. That's what he wants to get to offensively, in my opinion. All right, so when you hear that and you hear what Mike Brink, Mike Breen, I'm sorry, I'm still thinking basketball from Christmas Day, Mike Denbrock brings to the table, you have to be impressed. You really have to be impressed. Lucky Lefty Podcast, right? What, what else do we have left from Coach Freeman? Oh, yeah. Not only did he not talk about Mike Denbrock, but man, yo, I'm hearing that wide receiver coach, new wide receiver coach Mike Brown, yo, when he was official, he came in hot. That's right. Marcus Freeman talked about it. Showed into the scene. He, he, first day we announced him as, as hired, he, he went and uh, he grabbed him and he, 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 dove right into that group, which is important, right? Because trust is earned, right? Trust is earned. And, and he dove right in to earn the trust of those guys. And, and a big part of that is um, being on the field with them, coaching them, not trying to see what the, just coaching them from the minute they stepped on the field. And that's what you respect. Um, he wasn't worried about anybody's feelings. He wants to make this group better. And uh, I've seen really a, a belief, right? It's not that have they gotten better it's been seven, eight practices, but it's the belief they have in a coach, that, that, that trust, that relationship that I think is so important. I've seen it develop right away. Yeah. Look, I love hearing that. I think all of us love hearing that, right? That's the one. If there was a group that we wanted a coach to come in and literally grab them and shake them up, right, shake off the previous, get them ready, and pour into them immediately, it was that wide receiver room. It was that wide receiver room. A lot of young players, a lot of talented young players, right? Jordan Faison, K.K. Smith, Jaden Greathouse. Then you got Deion Cozy, loving the opportunity to watch him play healthy for the first time this year. Jade Thomas makes his return from the issues with the hamstrings. Super excited. Super excited about what we're going to be able to watch in this Sun Bowl at 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon. And for everybody that hit it up in the chat, thank you so much. To confirm, it is on CBS or Paramount Plus. CBS, Paramount Plus, 2 o'clock from from El Paso, Texas. It is the Sun Bowl. Notre Dame takes on the Oregon State Beavers. Once again, Lucky Lefty Podcast, Marcus Freeman, talking about wide receiver coach Mike Brown. And one of the things that I love, and maybe the reason he chose to be uh, or to come in hot is because there was youth there and because they did come off a very difficult situation as a position room with the way things were handled with the transfers and the guys that left the room and then also the situation with the previous coach. So he had to be very intentional in what he wanted to establish now. He could have been a little passive. And waited. I do remember when he met with the media. Let's see, do I have that clip? Because let's pair that, because that would be great reference for you guys to have. I'm trying to think if I have it here. Let's see if this is it. I think this might be the clip. Uh, the growth he wants to see from the young wide receivers. Uh, began some game planning and things like that. And, um, you know, a lot of the plays that are run here are plays that I'm familiar with. And so I may not know the terminology, 
Um, you know, I've, I've had the uh, I've been fortunate to work with Coach Gino Gadouli for some time at Cincinnati. So sometimes you'll have to translate some things for me. But um, so I'll do a little bit of my input that way. And, then, um, you know, just teaching things, you know, the way that I know them. Um, obviously, after running it through with with Coach Parker and and the rest of the staff, and so it's going to be it's going to be a team effort. You know, you talk about rotation, you talk about who's going to be where. I mean, you know, they have a much better feel for for the group uh, right now than I do, and so uh, I'm going to lean on that. I'm going to rely on that. I'm going to trust that, and then uh, you know, we'll just we'll just grow from there. Now, maybe you know, I'm glad I played that for you guys to give you a reference of his initial plans going in, where it seemed like he was going to be more passive and not really insert himself the way Marcus Freeman made it sound like he inserted himself once things became official. And it seems like Marcus Freeman might've had a conversation with him or the rest of the staff and said, yo, do your thing, bro. Don't hold back at all. And I love hearing that. I love hearing that. I love that they laid the game plan or opened the doors up for him to come in and be him. Like, hey, do you. We got your back. Don't worry about us. Yeah, we got the game plan set. We really don't need anything from that standpoint. But go coach and coach those young guys hard. Get them ready for this opportunity. Get them ready for this game and get them ready for this next season in 2024, the spring and the fall. Bowls well for this team. Bowls well for that room, right? Because guys in that room, no matter what they do in the Sun Bowl, more than likely, they're going to have two to three veteran guys that have production in college football coming in that are going to be taking snaps away from them. And that's the competition. It's like, yo, wake up. The time is now. This tape and this game, these reps in these games matter. They matter for you guys. Because you have some guys come. Chris Mitchell is coming in trying to be the guy. Bo Collins is coming in trying to up his stock for the NFL. It is what it is, right? So you guys need to make sure, yo, you come in and you take advantage of this opportunity because it might not be as sweet come springtime because the numbers are going to be back up and the competition is going to be hot. And that's why Mike Brown in my opinion, was kind of given carte blanche by the offensive staff and Marcus Freeman to, hey, be you, be relentless, attack this head on. Don't be passive, as he said in his initial uh, press conference when he met the media. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to go at him too much. No, no, no coach. No. Coach these dudes. Coach them up. Come in hot. Get on them. Because they need it. They need it. It's time to play championship level football at the wide receiver position at Notre Dame. And hopefully that starts this Friday at 2 o'clock on CBS in the Sun Bowl. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I think we have one more clip from Marcus Freeman. And um, it's the old adage in any sport is you want to be strong up the middle, right? And I think even with the youth movement, that Notre Dame is going to be really strong in experience, but they're going to be really strong up the middle on the offensive line next year. But with the return of two guys, Marcus Freeman is ecstatic about being strong up the middle on the defensive end as well. 
important, huge, huge. Those two are, um, you know, we always say you want to be good up the middle, right? And this can be in baseball, it can be in football, it can be on defense. And, and when you talk about those two guys that have started going on three years now for our defense, um, they're, they're the foundation of what we do. And so to have those guys back for this game and for the future, um, I think will do great benefits. We'll have great benefits for our program. I agree. And I remember I asked the other day, I believe it was on Tuesday's show, no, Monday's show, like how you guys felt about the return of Raleigh Mills and how across possibly taking snaps from the young, talented defensive linemen. And most of you guys didn't have a problem with it. You didn't equate it to uh, the quarterback situation. You didn't equate it to any other position on the team. You guys said, yo, I think there's a need there for leadership. Number one, from those two guys on the defensive side of the ball in 2024. And you still will be able to get like Devon Houston, Brennan Vernon, Armel Mulcom, Gabriel Rubio. He's in the rotation as is anyway. So it really doesn't impact him, you know, even though he's probably going to fight to get even more snaps and stay healthy because Rubio just dealt with injuries this year. That really, that's really what kept his snaps down. But uh, I think it's a great move if they got those kids to come back. And uh, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit Notre Dame very well. Lucky Lefty Podcast. I want to talk about something, guys. Help me out, right? Who's your MVP? Who's your prediction for MVP? of the Sun Bowl. If you have your GTB questions, make sure you type GTB. Your comment, your question, we'll get to it at the end of the second half of the show. Who's your MVP, if you have to predict it? What's your best bet for MVP? Sorry that the screen keeps shaking, man, because I'm trying to find your comments about the best bet. Once again, go to YouTube, Lucky Lucky Podcast, the thumbs up, smash it for us, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We greatly appreciate you. We respond to all comments, man, because we appreciate whether they agree or disagree with us. We respond to all. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for tapping in, bro. Rich said, Angeli rushes for a touchdown. That's, I mean, heck, he's done it in both blue and gold scrimmages that he's participated in. He's played very well in his limited snaps. I can see that. Tony Solomon, thank you for tapping in. Uh, Raritan scores multiple touchdowns and open ho- opens holes for 12 and 24. I would love to see nothing more than both of those things come true, Tony. Absolutely. I want to see both of those things come true. I'm just glad to see Eli Raryland back healthy, man, right? Just love to see him back healthy. And his number is really in tight end lore at Notre Dame. Like, if you wear the number nine and play the position of tight end, you have to be a dude, right? You got to be a dude. And Eli Raryland can end up being a dude tomorrow. He'll definitely be MVP 
if he catches multiple touchdowns. He has a chance, shall I say. Uh, maybe best bet, Marcel. Indy defense gives up no more than 10 points, and Jaden Greyhouse, Jordan Faison will have big games. Steve Angeli will have a game. That's his best bet. I would love nothing more than that. Man. D-Rock Irish. I don't know if this is a wish or a best bet, but D-Rock Irish says hope for a three-quarter pounding and bringing Minchie in to run the offense in quarter four. I think everybody would love to see that, right? Absolutely. TD4ND, best bet, love over 150 yards. Is that 150 yards rushing or 150 yards total? Rushing and receiving. Let me know, TD. Either I'll take either way. I honestly would. I'll take either way. Tony Solomon doubling down. Defense score by one of our cornerbacks. That's a really good bet. If that is a prop bet that's up, Xavier Watts or one of the other defensive backs for a pick six, especially with a third string quarterback. I can rock out with that. I can rock out with that. Let's see. Coleman? Oh, I'm glad I just saw this. Coleman Smith, longtime listener and watcher of the show, part of LL Nation. Hey, LL, I just got the date of my heart surgery. It's February 14th on Valentine's Day. Appreciate the late night work, XD. And I appreciate you and how you supported us through everything from the time we first started. And I speak right now that everything will be in order during your recovery, during the operation. And divine healing is upon you, man. We appreciate you. I think LL Nation has the same sentiments towards you right now. We're all praying and pulling for you. Coleman Smith, be blessed, my brother. Be blessed. Absolutely. Let's see if we have any other best bets that you have. Any other best bets? All right. On the other side, we'll get to your MVPs. Hopefully, left, we'll get in. We'll get to your GTB questions. And then we're going to talk about, hey, guys, stick around. We're going to have a nice debate, right? If they're, the finalists were announced for the 2024 Hall of Fame class that will be announced the weekend of the Super Bowl. If you could have a 2024 Ring of Honor, five guys that you could put up if there was a Ring of Honor at Notre Dame Stadium, give me the five guys. Just think about it, because we're going to get to it on the other side. I'm very interested in seeing how you guys might think about this, man. Don't forget audio edibles each and every day, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, tap in. Man, make sure you get the automatic download and just listen to us, man, while you're running, working out in your car, traveling during the holidays. You got to have Lucky Lucky Podcasts in your dome, in your earplugs, man, or just playing on your speaker. You know, Lucky Lucky Podcasts. You already know we spin it different.
We'll be right back. 